Iowa everywhere. This is Iowa Everywhere. And now, it's time for Two Guys Named Chris. Powered by Fairway Meat and Grocery. This is Iowa Everywhere. For the fans. Happy Monday. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. If you're watching us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, hello. If you are listening. Hello. If you're listening... On the podcast, we ask you to give us five stars, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Leave us a kind review. Don't be one of those jerks that goes on to the reviews and leaves somebody one star. Oh, I like all the shows, but I hate Bohannon. Don't be that guy. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. All that stuff helps us out. We thank our sponsor, Fairway Meat and Grocery. We'll be talking about our friends from Circa Sports Iowa as well. Uh, with the championship NFL game lines coming up on Sunday. How's it going over there in Florida, Hassel? It's freezing did see, here. Did you see the video of that the woman just getting knocked out on the floor of a sports book? I don't know if that was Circa or not. She got I knocked out? Oh, man. This this woman, she was probably 60, just, just sauced out of her mind. And she was going at this younger woman who probably had... 75 pounds on her. Uh-oh. That's and not good. the younger woman was like holding her at arm's length. And she was like, can I hit her? Can, can, can I? I mean, can I hit her yet? Because this old woman was like, I'm going to kick your ass. And this went on for like a minute. And finally, this this woman had enough. And she... Just knocked the snot out of this old lady who fell to the floor and didn't move for about a minute. Reminds me of that video that went viral with the Raiders fans, that older lady harassing that Patriots fan. And then Robert I don't Kraft. remember that one. Oh, that happened like a couple weeks ago. And it went viral. And oh, when, when Kraft had him in the Yeah, in the Kraft booth. invited that yeah. guy to the next game. And anyways... Don't be a bad fan. Don't be a jerk. Uh, Matt Van Winkle's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. Bang, bang, not, not a, gang. a gang. What, 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 bang, what? Bang, 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 bang. bang. Look at this. Bang, bang, niner gang. Is this the widest bang, thing that gang. we've ever seen? Bang, bang, if, you're, if you're just listening on the podcast, we're watching Matt Van Winkle dancing to the Bang Bang Niner Gang in his Brock Purdy jersey in suburban Iowa. Who are we? Congratulations, Matt. That's oh, why I don't good. dance. Feels good. That's why I. That's a throwback to my college days, man. You'd find me at any bar on Welch doing that. Find me at the club. <laughs> Bottle full of bub. <laughs> yeah, right, Matt. I knew you in college. You were about as tame as they come. I mean, get a few, get a few rum and if, cokes in me, and we're, well, we're good. A few pops over there to Stoss, and then you never know what's gonna that <laughs> night's gonna turn into with Matty Van Week. Stoss. Uh, it was a fun win. It was not a pretty win. Uh, it was a it was a pretty win. That was that was that's for sure. Uh, he, but yeah, he, he was, did uh, enough. He yeah, outplayed he Dak. He was, he was better than Dak he, Prescott. That's no, what no I question. came yeah. away from. You knew the you knew the Niners' defense was gonna need to play well to come in. Dak had had a really good game before. I mean, I mean he he had been coming in on a high note. The question was, can the Niners D stop him? And he did. 
Birdie did just enough to, to win. Kittle had the great catch to, to sustain that drive. And, man, man just Kittle's enough a, to win. Kittle's a national treasure. His post-game interview yes. where he was like, wee, wee, whatever he did, did you see that with Aaron Andrews? Yes. It's, it's great. He's like the polar opposite of Brock. He, oh, yeah, Brock's perfect. just sitting there with a total straight face. <laughs> but do you think that you could handle, like, hanging out with Kittle on a daily basis? No. No, I could do it a couple nights a year. it would be too much. I think it would be, I mean, the guy, he's locking eyes with the with the, the, the camera cam. in the huddle in the middle of the in the fourth quarter when it's all coming down to it. I can see how he does turn it on a guy like that could have frustrated a Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. <laughs> was, he like that at, was he like that at all at Iowa? I mean, I mean, we didn't we certainly didn't see it, but he didn't play that much. And he admitted that it was because he really didn't learn the playbook as fast as he should have. He wasn't as invested as he should have been. And you, I can see exactly why Kirk Ferentz maybe did not uh, mm-hmm. did not have him out there on the field all the time. You know, in hindsight, too, you look back on that topic. And I remember when I, I was doing talk radio when the Noah Fant and TJ Hawkins and stuff was happening, it's like uh, having watched their pro careers, and Fant's going to be a fine pro. I'm not, but you could see totally why, like, that guy – wasn't the preferred tight end of Kirk right. Ferentz when you watch the because Hawkinson from everything you read is like the consummate professional right like mm-hmm. he's the showing up early leaving late weight room like all that good stuff and yeah it's 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 really interesting then so do you real quick man I wanted to point this out I sent you the tweet last do you have Brock Purdy's post game the photograph yeah hang on a sec I got I, it pulled up. I was showing this to my wife look at his photograph <laughs> I, you think of quarterbacks in the NFL and they, you know, like wearing like, yeah, you know, I think of I like Cam this. Newton. Brock Purdy is doing his post game press conference in just a plain white tee. I love it. You just love it. Is, it. It's like Matt, Matt, Matt texted us last night. He's like, he's going to get a deal with Haynes. Like, <laughs> look at this. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, Eric Steyer, the former Iowa State basketball player, tweeted this out, and he goes, Brock's postgame outfit with three fire emojis. And it's literally Brock Purdy standing at the post at the podium in a white T-shirt holding a Gatorade. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> this tweet just killed me last night. I just died. Did you see what Stefan Diggs rolled up to the Buffalo game wearing? No. I mean, these guys, he was wearing like a – like a full face, like something was hanging over his face. You couldn't even see it. It was, um, it was something. I, my dad sent it to the group text. He's like, "What the hell is this?" My well, wife who asked, this, "Who does this guy think he is?" My wife asked me why I thought it was so funny, and I had to pull up pictures of Cam Newton post game oh, yeah. to show her to be like, "Well, this is what I think of <laughs> when I think of these professional athletes in their press con- like the NBA is even worse. Like every guy in the NBA, like they're all trying to make a fashion statement of some. And Brock's just in a literally, it's like a Hanes T-shirt. Probably yeah, cost. But a how dollar. long is this gonna last? Yeah, I don't know. But it, he really had, is he, he gonna be in a Hanes T-shirt next year? Probably not because there's expectations probably higher to look professional and stuff. But I don't think down after the season be like I'm Brock. Will you at least wear a collar? Yeah. <laughs> at least I don't think like... he's gonna change though. This guy's been unfazed for he's never changed. He's 
he's just rock solid. I, I'm I'm really happy for him. Uh, it's been fun to watch the him and Kittle thing because it's kind of brought everybody together in our state. Like everybody, instead of bickering with one another, it, it's just been a lot of fun. And that game yesterday, you know, Chris, it seems like every week there's we're, we're given a reason why the 49ers will fail. In uh, this week, well, I mean, yeah, but they haven't played a defense, right? Like, this is the first real defense Brock Purdy has seen since he's been in the NFL. And listen, he wasn't, like, he didn't set the world on fire, but he also didn't screw anything up, and that's really what they they were asking of him hmm. in this game. Name one player, name an offensive player who had, like, a gaudy stat line. Nobody did. This was a game dominated by defense and clock control and special teams and, and all that stuff, so... Onward to the NFC Championship game. I will say though, my um, my mind has been changed. I believe by what I saw this weekend in the NFC. I, I had the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. Man, the Eagles looked. I already bet on I, the Eagles. I, I, I know it was the Giants, but the Eagles looked so good, and the 49ers have to go in there. It's Brock Purdy going on the road this time. What's the spread? One and a half? That's what it opened at. I logged on to Circa the second the Cowboys or the Cowboys 49ers game was on. It was one and a half. I bought it there. I played the Eagles, and it was to two and a half about 30 minutes later. So I don't know. You know I'm going to pull that up right now, and I can give our audience the updated number. But it, it certainly appeared that the smart money was going on the Eagles – yeah, it's it. I mean, right now, Chris, you can. There's a three on the board. I see a three. It's two and a half. It juiced at one twenty. Circus got it two and a half. Juiced to one fifteen. So clearly, the I can tell you how much money is coming in on the Eagles. Uh, but it's a it's a considerable percentage right now. Ninety five percent of the money is on the Eagles when that came out at one and a half. That's a massive number. Yeah. I- I really, I wasn't a, a huge believer in the Eagles, and we didn't really know how healthy Jalen Hurts was going to be. They played almost the perfect game against the Giants, and they're going to have home field advantage, and it's going to be Brock Purdy in a different environment. Like he, he went on the road in Vegas. Yeah, of course, he's played on the road a couple of times, but not against. A team like the Eagles. Yeah, and I, I, to me, this is more of just a football conversation than it is a Brock Purdy conversation. I mean, we would probably feel this way if it was Jimmy Garoppolo, no? I would. I feel better with Brock Purdy at okay, yeah, that, than Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, so you proved my point. Like, this is just Philly is a brutal place to play. You put the Super Bowl on the line, and it and it gets even worse. And I'm with you. I think that they're the favorite. I have a I have a futures ticket on Philly to win the Super Bowl, so I I'll be okay with that. But what what do you think, bro? Or Matt? You're a 49ers fan. I I I do. I'm with Hassel completely. I would pick the Eagles to win this game, though. What do you think? I mean, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, we really haven't seen Bro- uh, Purdy go on the road and have a great game. I mean, he hasn't had very many opportunities, but from what we've seen from him, he's been composed. He's been great. I mean, he, he did go up to Seattle and had a nice win to clinch the division, but um, 
we, we know Seattle can be a hostile environment, but not not as much this year. But man, I it's tough, man. I, I love the Niners defense. I think I think they're gonna give Hertz a lot of pressure. Um, I expect they're I expect good. I expect honestly a similar game to what we saw against the Cowboys. I think it's I think it will be a low scoring, a single possession game down towards the stretch. Um, but I, I mean, I'm going to roll with my Niners. But I, I can see why I can, I can see why you guys like the Eagles in this position. Eagles lead the NFL in sacks. Yeah, and we saw Purdy get in trouble a few times. Yeah, in that I mean, game and we saw yesterday the too. The, the Niners have been relying on the running game. We've, they've been relying on McCaffrey, you know, to get get them some space. You know, get that running game going, get Debo open in the slot, and they didn't really get much going until that, you know, the third quarter, and. They got one good drive out of it, so I think again it's going to come down to to turnovers. The Niners got two of them on Dak yesterday. Uh, Dak was need, awful. They need those possessions. By the way, how is, bad were the Cowboys those last two possessions on offense? Is is oh Dak the most overpaid God. player in sports? Forty million for that guy. Um, I mean, I think million. you could probably look at a couple backup quarterbacks who never play that are making like fifteen million a year, but. <laughs> That they was kept, it. Was every Dalton Schultz made two just horrendous mistakes on that final drive? Yeah, the not dragging your foot, Ugh. and not m- moving forward, not yeah. knowing the rules, not knowing that you can't just back yourself out of bounds. You can't let somebody hit you and then backpedal out of bounds. The clock's going to keep moving. Dak almost gave up a safety on the first play of that drive, and then and the other drive right before that where they really that was the drive where they had a legitimate chance to do it because they did have you know a lot more time to move down the field he should have thrown a pick six on the very first play Mm -hmm. I mean he was looking to throw it to the tight end and a linebacker came right through should have picked that off and ended the game right there and they showed no signs of doing it that's when they had to punt it with like 210 left Mm-hmm. It was a disaster, and it looked bad for for Mike McCarthy too. I wonder if they're going to make a change there. Brock had, he got away with the one at the end of the half, and I was terrified it was going to lose him the game. Well, there he, were two that he got away with. He got away uh, with that one. I was talking about Diggs. the one where, where he threw it out of bounds. <laughs> where that he, was. Oh my god, I was terrified. A little bit more hang time on that, oh. and you lose out on three points. I actually think Brock he got lucky. At- that guy no way with so many yeah he has oh. picks this year. It's I would I, I went back and counted Matt to my number. Brock's had like five that have gone through the defenders' and hands I think that only I can remember. Two? How many interceptions does he even have this season? I think a couple, maybe. Okay, he's got yeah, four. He's, but he's but been he very fortunate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially on that uh, on that last scoring drive for the 49ers when Dick oh. should have picked that off. Yeah. I mean, he had it. He yeah. had it. He that one was tipped, on to right? Inside the five. Yeah, it was. That was the one that got tipped, yeah. yeah. Boy, that, that one at the end of the first half, though, especially in a game like that where you knew it was just going to come I, down I, to it. What is oh. Shanahan doing there, though? Like, just Oh, what the hell was that clock management? It was horrible. It was terrible. I don't know. I don't know what he was. I mean, it worked out. <laughs> if all you're looking for is a field goal, I mean, they got it and there was no time left, but that was almost disastrous. Let's go to the other NFL game, and then we'll get to college basketball as we have a lot to hash out there. So Mahomes goes down, high ankle sprain, and the Chiefs really had to sweat one out against Jacksonville, took care of business. Kansas City now 
Uh, let me get our updated point spread for them and Ames's very own Joe Burrow. Circa has this at one and a half. The Chiefs are a one and a half point favorite. Hassel, I have already bet on the Bengals money line. I did what is that, that line again? Night. One and a half? Yeah, I, I just took Bengals to win plus one oh five last night on on Circa. I just like if Mahomes isn't a hundred percent, like that's right. And I, I can't remember who it might have been Romo in the game last night. He was kind of going through what he thinks the week is going to be like for Mahomes with that high ankle sprain. And I mean, it didn't sound very good. He's like, I, I expected him to be able to come back and play in that game, but it's the day it's the several days after where it's going to get a lot worse. Mahomes or Romo was like, he, he'll be on crutches on Wednesday. <laughs> so I, I don't know. You know, I, 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 he's not going to be 100%. And the Bengals are just white hot. And mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, just he's got it. He's got it. And he's he's done it against all these guys. He, he beat Mahomes at Arrowhead last year. Uh, uh, Mahomes, who was 100%. He loves it. Oh, yeah. Like, Burrow loves this. Like, oh, that, we're, I mean, that, oh, we're they, an underdog. F you. Like, you know, like he is... And that game He's was not close. I mean, the Bills had no chance in that game, in the second half of that game. I mean, the Bengals were by far the better team, and they did it in the snow in Buffalo. Boy, that was fun. I'm glad we're not getting that miserable neutral side garbage down in the Yeah, plane. so, okay, Chris, I'm glad you wanted to talk about this, and I'm really glad you did too, because I, I don't know why I've missed on this. Why was there potentially going to be a neutral side game? Can you explain that to me? Yes, because the uh, the Bengals Bills game was canceled. Okay, had something to do with that. That game had a lot of home field advantage riding on it for honestly all three teams: the the mm-hmm. Bills, Bengals, and the Chiefs. The Bills controlled their own fate for home field advantage in the one seed. If they had won out, they would have been the one seed. But since they didn't get to play that game, they lost home field advantage. To the Chiefs. Okay. So the NFL said if the Chiefs and Bills play in the AFC, the Chiefs get the one seed, they've got the better record. But since the Bills didn't get to play that game, we're going to go and play this in a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills play in the AFC championship game. But the Bengals also had a chance to get home field advantage. And so their fans have been pissed this whole time that they weren't factored into this as well, that they have to go on the road to Buffalo and now Kansas City when they also had a chance to get the one seed, or at least the two seed. Had had Cincinnati beaten the Bills, they would have been in that two-spot situation. So the NFL, you know, they, they tried to do is and I don't, I don't know what else you do. They tried to do as best they could to make it fair. Yeah, they can't win in this spot no but I'm just glad we're not going to see that because you saw the report over the weekend from I think it was pro football talk about the NFL wanting now to move conference championship games to neutral sites because they want it to be more like a bowl game feel they're jealous of college football's bowl game feel what that is I don't are you kidding me College football fans are like, no, 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 no. We want the playoffs 
when we expand to 12 to be more like the NFL playoffs. We want it on campus. We don't want these bowl game feels for all these games. A bowl game? No, it's all about money. The NFL sees a way to make more money, and they're going to do it. So thankfully, they didn't get this little test run. They still might do it anyway. Now, they've got to have... I don't know what it is. 80% of the owners or something to that effect have to. Why would the owners okay vote this? to bring games away well, from their state? I think what the NFL is well, going to do is it? they're going to they're going to be able to say, "Well, this is going to be more money in your pocket." But are, I can I can't imagine, you know, uh, the Packers Chris saying, "Yes." I don't I don't take this lightly. I used to be a real king of hyperbole. I try not to do it much anymore. This might be the stupidest sports idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I agree. It's it's horrible. Why would the one thing the NFL had over college football was this great playoff environment at home stadiums. And that's what we've been trying to get in college for so long. Now college might actually be getting it and the NFL might be taking it away. The there's nothing I hate more than neutral site college football games. Oh, it's terrible. Even basketball, really. Like I, yeah. like when people tell me, like, hey, oh, my dream is to go to an NCAA tournament. Nah. All right, if you live in Des Moines and it's in Des Moines, yeah, go for it. Like, that's cool. Like, would I tell you to fly to San Jose and take a $900 flight to see? I, no, just watch it at home. Because mm-hmm. really, you get in those arenas. You've been there. It's not that great. They're half empty. You know, the atmosphere sucks. And then, right, like neutral site is the root of all evil in sports. Uh, This would be the single stupidest thing competitive-wise, TV-wise, that I've ever seen the National Football League do. And you're opening it up. This is what I hate the most about it. This is what I hate the most about the Bulls. College football and its television partners have this great product, okay? That is a phenomenal product. Why, Why do they whore it out to these bowl games, these guys who are just right. Like, but so they make more, but like my point is they could make more money if they just cut the bulls out, get rid of the old men in the blazers. Did we don't need like the old men in the blazers. Knock a lamp over. Yeah, like, I, just, I just about destroyed my printer. I got you fired hate, up this morning. Oh, I hate these. The, I, I I enjoy watching bowl games, right? Like I I I'm fine. Have as many bowl games as we want. But why does the college football playoff have to be tied into the damn bowl system? It oh, shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't be tied into it at all. Screw the Rose Bowl. They can have their mm-hmm. own game. Why should they get a cut of the check for all these schools and all these conferences? Like, why are you giving that out? It doesn't make any sense. Sorry, I could. No, I'm, I'm with you, man. The 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 best atmospheres in sports. And you never really, you never really say it's a bowl game or it's a Super Bowl. I mean, I've been to the last, I don't know, three or four Super Bowls. It's not a great atmosphere. It's a bunch of rich people, right? Right. I've never been to it, a Super Bowl. It's but funny in that heard. article. The they were, you know, probably they weren't quoting anybody, but they were probably getting the information from these sources, who say 
Well, you know, we have our neutral game, the Super Bowl, but that's, you know, it's kind of, you know, stale environment because of all all the tickets go to the rich people and they don't care about the game. What do you think is going to happen with these neutral site conference championship games? It's going to be the same thing. Yeah, Tyler is watching on YouTube. He just made a great point, Chris. He said the same way they handle the Super Bowl, they jack up the prices, sell it to corporations. They don't care if fans of the team show up. Really now they're, they're going to say that no, we're going to do it like we did it this year, where they were going to have a bunch of you know season ticket holders. We're going to get all these. It's not going to. It's not going to end up that way. That's not better for the fans. I've been a Vikings it's season horrible. ticket holder. I would be pissed off if I had season tickets. My team is supposed to host the NFC Championship game, and they don't get to. And you know what else you're doing? You're completely devaluing the regular season. Yeah, because why point. does it matter if you have the one seed? And you've already expanded this playoff, which I'm for. Like I, I, I think it's fine the way that they've done this and mm-hmm. letting an extra team get in and, and all that stuff. But then, I mean, you just keep doing more. I mean, you just keep milking it more and more, and then uh, you lose what makes you great. So I'm, we're a hundred percent on the same page here. This would be a disaster. I hope that. Yeah, it's just, I hate neutral site games. It's the absolute worst thing that ever happened to sports. Is when when these people are like, "Hey, we should, we should play Kansas State and Iowa State and Arrowhead Stadium." <laughs> Why? I was at one of those games. Oh my god, the one where we missed the PAT. Uh huh. Got a good shot of it too. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Laughing in the background, <laughs> troll. Uh, real quick, we'll get to college basketball here. I wanted to. Uh, Maddie, do you have our standings from our circuit competition that we've oh, been God. doing? Oh, Jesus. I got them written I down. I didn't have, I didn't make a graphic. But, oh, that's okay. Uh, How did we do this weekend? You guys did okay. Uh, Williams came back. Williams is now a 5-5, five and five and Hassel's 4-6. Yeah. and six. So Yeah, I did not I do okay. I, I went 1-3. and three. It sucks yeah. to suck, doesn't it, Hassel? Well, that Chiefs game was total BS. I mean, come on. That field goal <laughs> in the final minute to... To go from ten to I, seven. It's funny though. The Chiefs are so bad when they're a big favorite against. The yeah, spread. they just like, don't they, cover. They just don't. And Jacksonville's kind of the opposite. They always find a way. That was an epic cover because I had real, I had real dollars on Jacksonville. So I was praying that that field goal would go through. Um, real quick, we had a we had a question uh, from Ross Tucker, not your host. Not your, uh, not the NFL guru, Ross Tucker. He says, he's watching on YouTube, I was going to join Circa, but having to go to a casino to get signed up is frustrating. Other books just sign up and go in the app. Why do they do that? They don't, Ross. You need to retry that. I mean, I, I, I signed up for Circa right here at my house. You don't have to go to a casino. So try that again, my man. And I what, promise. Like they're going to make you fly out to Vegas to go I inside think he's, the casino? For some reason... I think Ross was saying I need to go to Wild Rose Casino because that's the partner of Circa Sports in Iowa. But and you where's don't. that at? Where's the old Wild Rose? Uh, there's three of them, Jefferson, oh. Emmitsburg, and Clinton. So they're all over the state. Okay, I've never been to The one Jefferson in Jefferson, man, is beautiful. The sports book in there, it's like a Vegas sports book. I've been to Clinton. Really, all is of it? them are. I've been to the one in Clinton, too. and it's, it's Is that incredible. on a river? Is that a, is that a riverboat casino? No. No, the, the, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Ross says, oh, I think I assumed it, it assumed the wrong state. That would be my guess. I think Circa has an app in a few different states, too. So maybe yeah. you got to do the Circa Sports Iowa. It assumed Iowa. the wrong state. Is that like assuming the, someone's gender? You just what? can't do that. <laughs> no, so uh, when you sports bet in Iowa, it, it becomes problematic because of like your location setting. So let's say you're in, let's say you're on the Mississippi River and it, it pings your phone in Illinois. It's not going to let you do anything so like i'm obviously i'm a big sports better well, i went up to visit a friend in minnesota this this weekend so i had the to guy get, who blocked me on Twitter? yeah we'll get to that um <laughs> i i wanted i had to get all my bets in before we crossed the state line so because otherwise like i can't even though oh, it's legal right. for me to bet like because my phone's pinging in minnesota i can't log on to circa while i'm up there in the twin cities Ross says he's trans state, LOL. <laughs> All right, I opened up a can of worms. Do you know what sure. John Miller does to bet? Because he lives what? technically in Kansas or Missouri. He, like when John has to place, wants to place a bet, he'll get in his car and drive like across the state line, place his bet, and then drive home. So, so it's legal in Kansas, it's not in Missouri? Yeah. Yep. It's okay. pretty wild. Huh. So anyways, his whole life seems like a fantasy camp now. This, yeah, this, what does is. he do? He's a propane guy. Him and Bob Sacamano, they uh, his friend Bob <laughs> Sacamano. They, yeah, no, Miller owns a propane company. He just sells. He's he's in the energy business. It is it is quite interesting. Every time I talk to him, he's just sitting there like petting his cat. You know, he's <laughs> on some sort of a call. You know, and then he's talking about you know he's like reading up on some philosophy it's just a bizarre living but we yeah the Debating prince of the parlay artificial uh, intelligence the he is the parlay prince says our friend brock uh brock bearman who, the parlay prince yeah that's Don't, john yeah john miller is basically a modern day hank hill yeah but he doesn't drink though you got to take that beer out of his hand yeah well john finds other ways <laughs> <sighs> he just uh, drinks straight THC. <laughs> Just a can of THC. Uh, or CBD, whatever the what, what, whatever the hell that THC stuff is. THC is the good I don't stuff. do that. CB, THC is the good stuff? CBD is right. like the calming. Like THC is the, do you want to have a good time? Oh, Miller's watching. Miller's watching. He says, I hate Hank Hill. He kind of looks like Hank Hill. <laughs> oh, I love it. What is Give his little... Uh, to what our is, friends at Fairway. Miller's little sorry fairway to interrupt. What is Miller's little cartoon guy? He looks like uh who's He the, looks who's, like Tommy Lee Jones who's Tommy like, Lee Jones. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pull that up, uh Van Wink. I want to see that that uh cartoon picture of Miller again cuz I have a question about a, a certain and, uh, and hassle for the podcast listeners. No, is, not the not the not the He wants the Hank Miller Hill. and Williams. I want the Miller logo. and Williams cartoon picture he's referring to so we every show on iowa everywhere has a card um and anyways that's what we're that's what he's referring to real quick while matt's doing that i am Mm -hmm. going to do an extra podcast this week with sage rosenfels and we're going to kind of get sage's preview of the nfc and afc championship games you know i i think heightened heightened awareness of these games in Iowa. They're always going to be a big deal, but when you factor in Kansas City, just write down I-35, Brock Purdy and George Kittle, 
this is uh, there's a lot and there's a lot of people who care a lot about these games. And then Sage will be down. You'll have to hit up with Sage. He's going to be down at the Super Bowl. Are you not coming? You said you said I'm, you were I'm gonna, about coming. I think I'm going to try. If Brock gets there, I'm going to try and get down there and do some coverage of him. Okay. And, George Kittle. Yeah, there you All go. Right, so zoom in on, can you zoom in on uh, Miller's face? On this, on the, yeah, yeah, zoom right on in. Zoom, keep zooming, keep going. Can you keep going? That's as far. That's as far as it goes? All right, What what's the deal with the little penis thing on his on his upper lip? He's got like a little penis hanging from his upper lip. It's, <laughs> he does have a little penis there. What? What is that? I think it's like he's supposed to be a shadow. I I think it's just nothing but foreskin. What? I like his eyes. When I look at this picture, all I look at is the is the penis lip. Jeff says it's a dimple. I've never seen a dimple that looks like a that. Well. I also like how his hair looks like it's spray painted on. Like you see like Williams's hair, that looks like real hair, but uh whoever did the cartoon imagery like might have actually used spray paint on this cartoon. That'd be our friend Kyle Starcevich, Southeast. Yeah, the Polk old legend. SCP quarterback. Legend. Yeah, I remember covering him. Ross says that my face penis is hidden by my face bush because <laughs> my guy has a beard. <laughs> oh God! All right, let's uh, let's move on to basketball. Uh, we'll start with Iowa State higher ranked team uh cyclones listen th- this is this is what you thought oklahoma state a top 10 defense in college basketball here this, my takeaway on this game chris there were a lot of iowa state fans were like oh man we let one get away and i i understand that i kind of looked at it as you built up that 16 point lead you play as well as you could for 10 minutes and then you really played awful the rest of the 30 if Iowa State didn't get off to that big lead the way that they did, they would have lost this game by double digits, letting Oklahoma State and not a good offensive team hit nine threes. Caleb Grill, for the most part, being out with an injury. You missed the front end of a couple of key one-and-ones down the stretch. Uh, only hit four threes. Didn't play a very good game if you're Iowa State. This is life on the road in the Big 12. It didn't even impact you. You're still 10 in the net rankings. But... Um, I mean, if you're if you're looking like, oh, we're trying to win a Big 12 championship, this was a blow, uh, you can still just turn right around and beat Kansas State tomorrow, and it's really no harm, no foul. Is there a line on that Kansas State game yet? Not yet. It should be coming up any minute. I would I would venture to guess Iowa State will be a four- to five-point favorite. Yeah, I was going to guess five, yeah. um, especially after losing that game. But how's the health of Grill? I mean, how, how is Iowa State going to be health-wise going into this game with it's a huge pretty question. quick turnaround? I would guess that – you know, it's a back thing for Caleb, and generally those don't just go away. So I would mm. think that this is going to be something he's either going to have to play with or take a little bit more of a, you know, be on a pitch count a little bit. But it clearly impacted him, I think, more defensively than offensively. Giving up nine threes to that Oklahoma State team, I, 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 I could make an argument that Grill is right there with Gabe Kalsher as far as a perimeter defender goes now. He certainly wasn't a year ago, but he's gotten a lot better in that sense. And I think Iowa State wins that game if you get 35 minutes with Caleb Grill, but you didn't. And, um, I mean, it you, you got two Big 12 losses now by a combined total of four points. Hmm. Nine threes you give up. 
and nine two-point baskets. <laughs> yeah, and look at the free throw, um, the, the, the differential yeah. in free Oklahoma throws. State is a weird game. 16 more free throws. Well, I, I was calling a game at the exact same time. I checked the score right as I was about to really get into my game. And it was halftime, and Iowa State was up 10, and I felt pretty good. And my game ends, and I check the score, and I see it. I'm like, geez. So I go to the, I go to my group text, which has like my dad, Zavolinsky, a couple Iowa State fans on it. I said, what? What happened? And my dad goes, well, according to those Iowa State fans, the refs screwed them. It was all their fault. So I don't really know. I I, I didn't oh, really know is. what happened. Uh, it's it's not rocket science. They they missed two key. There was one bad call where they missed a goaltend, uh, and and it clearly was missed. So Iowa State should add two more from that. But listen, like in these types of low possession, nasty defensive games, you have number six defense and the number seven defense. You knew exactly what this game would be. Mm-hmm. You got to make free throws. You can't turn it over down the stretch. You got to do all these certain things. And Iowa State didn't do any of them well. So, like to me, I didn't even feel that bad after it because to me, this was a life in the Big Twelve moment. It's hard to win on the road. And you know, I mean, look at Kansas. They get beat by twenty five, and now they got to <laughs> yeah, go on the road tonight on at Kansas? Baylor. So this, and then you know, if you're Iowa State. And you beat Kansas State tomorrow night. You're right back in a tie for first place in the league. You're in a pretty good spot. What's going on? Van Winkle's sending us uh, texts in the middle of the show. What is this, Van Wink? A picture of your daughter in the in the pool? I gotta think that his daughter has his phone or something like that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Are you sending pictures? What the hell's going on? I was like, what? Am I supposed to reference this? Is, is this a big moment in this? The, all uh, over the place today. Little Van Wink's life in the pool. <laughs> you and I, the, you, you and your damn kids. Iowa goes to Ohio State, loses ninety three to seventy seven, and really didn't play defense the whole time. Now I need to go back and watch this game again. I, I, I didn't get to watch it very closely, and I, I plan to do that today. But you just look at the numbers from this game, Chris, and I mean that's a look look more like Iowa from a month ago, right? Well, yeah, and I would say you know they kind of looked that same way against Michigan and Indiana at times, but they were able to yeah. score enough to win those games. They were able to come back and pull out kind of miraculous wins. And in this game, they they didn't have the offense to go with. They're horrible defense, and they, I mean it is. It's an issue with this team. It's and it it's an issue. It seems like every year, where you just at any given moment, any team can go out there and score ninety points on you. I mean, Michigan scored eighty four. Indiana scored eighty nine. Penn State scored eighty three. Eastern Illinois scored ninety two. So the the defense is a problem at times. But then you'll have a game like Rutgers, where I mean they were great against Rutgers on the road too. I think that was their best game of the season on the road. No question. Maybe their best game of the season period, other than the Iowa state game. I, I, I don't know. And now you got to go to Michigan state this week. This Boy. is a brutal stretch for Iowa. This is a really important next five games and I'll stand by it. And I, 
I'm not making an excuse for them. That was not that, that did not play in their favor. The Northwestern game getting postponed the way that no. it did. They looked out of sync. Iowa did. Uh, but you and deal. Ohio State was due for a game Absolutely. like this. They had lost five straight, all really tight, heartbreaking games. They were due for a breakout, and they got it. Iowa's next five games at Michigan State on Thursday, Rutgers at home on Sunday. Then they get the Tuesday game against Northwestern, the makeup game. And then you get Illinois and at Purdue. This is a massive stretch for the Hawks. This will make or break if they're an NCAA tournament team, depending on how they do down the stretch here. Do you agree? And uh, you got to win at least two I mean, of those. Yeah, you can't lose like four or five here. I you think just... you 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 already you put Northwestern in the win column. I would already put Michigan State and Purdue in the loss column. And then and it Rutgers depends what happens with Rutgers up. and Illinois at home. Yeah, those games are total toss-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get three here, you feel all right. Right, you feel pretty good. Oh, you f- yeah. If you get three, yeah, you're really you're you're sitting pretty for the tournament down yeah. the stretch. But if you only win one or two, it's still it's still kind of iffy. I mean, as of right now, I, I I haven't looked at the bracketology this uh, this Monday morning. I know that Jerry Palm puts out a new one each Monday. I don't know where they're at. I would guess they'd be around a, a, a ten seed. Nine or ten, they would be one of those right in the bubble type that would be on the right side. Yeah, because they they have the I think it's four quad one wins, so I think they would be. Let's see, Iowa State's yeah. a two, Iowa's an eight, according is to Jerry. Kansas, Paul. Is Kansas State a one seed right now? I would guess that they are. I, I would guess that they're not. Because they're Kansas State. If that was Kansas, Kansas State's a two, according okay. to Jerry Palm. Yeah, I mean and their metrics was, are. Uh, actually, he. This is not the updated one. This is January twentieth. So I, I, they have not updated. I know he comes out with a new one today, but it might not come out until, until I mean, noon. What about Kansas? I, I'm telling you, I just don't yeah, believe what is going that on. This is like this elite level Kansas team. Like, their last three games, you win by two against Iowa State, right? So a shot falls different. Well, go back to the game before that. Yeah, the Oklahoma game. Great point. Yep. They were losing by double figures late in that game and came back to win at home. They only beat Texas Tech by three, and at the time you thought, oh, oh, they're 0-7 now. Um, I mean, I – Jeez. Then you tonight, they are going to be – I'm going to look up the spread. I would guess that they are an underdog at Baylor tonight. Which I would bet my life on Bill Self tonight, not losing three games in a row. Yeah, it looks like Baylor Baylor favored by two points. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there's actually quite a few two and a halfs out there. Circa has it at two right now. So really, an important stretch here for the Jayhawks to see. You know what the I, I just I've watched them a lot, and I I know they've got wins, but I don't see I don't think that this Kansas team. Will win the you know I don't think this is like a Final Four type Kansas team, but that's just me. I got a question for you, Chris, as a father of uh, of a young woman. Excuse ah. me. Ah. <laughs> Bless you. I've seen a lot of "I love Dick" shirts yeah. on the coeds there at Kansas. 
Would you allow your daughter to wear a shirt like that? If, if it was up to you. I'm, I, I'm not saying this is up to the fathers out there. But this was a topic on social media I saw. And I would like to know what, what you would allow. So you're saying if my daughter... Well, we should Went just ask Kansas. John Miller. His do- little Gracie Miller goes to Kansas, you know? Um, I can't see Gracie in a shirt like that. I would let Cameron wear an I Love Dick shirt. Really? Well, I mean... He's a player on the team. It's what if the it's a, what if it's a crop to. top, like a very revealing crop top? See, now we're starting to change the conversation. I don't want my and daughter it's January wearing, in Kansas. I don't want my daughter wearing revealing crop tops ever, regardless okay. of what it says. I would say if you wear a very revealing crop top that says "I love Dick," <laughs> you are asking for trouble. Oh boy! On a Careful college now. campus. Careful. See, this is why I don't have kids. I don't, I don't have to. I don't trust. I get to ask people like you. That's what, what I always say to do. my wife. I don't trust. I don't trust the guys. No, like they're all, you know, on these college camp. No, absolutely not. So, but she could wear a T-shirt that says "I love Dick." I'd be totally fine with that. Come on, we're having a little fun. Just a big, like a big extra large T-shirt. Yeah, it's got to be real. Just a hundred percent cotton. Now, Super baggy. Didn't your mom? Your mom probably wore an "I Love Cox" shirt in college, right? <laughs> Actually, she still wears it now. Walks <laughs> around downtown Clarinda. Um, and and isn't Grady Dick? Wouldn't he be like the perfect like guy to play at Duke in the nineties? Yes, that's that's perfect. Yes. What's what's the, what's the deal with? I can't figure out what he looks like. He's got an interesting haircut. Who Grady? He's got Dick. the same haircut that my sisters had when they were like five. Oh yeah, man, he that that some butt can play though. Some butt. Some That's butt. Your dad says too. Yeah, yeah. Boy, have we gotten so much play on those Iowa words? You got a few more here. What? Which? Oh what yeah, other? I wrote a few down from the from the comments from last week when. When I uh, I shared my story about how I grew up with a dad who put a T on the end of every word that ended in N, Wisconsin. I like Nintendo. I've seen that one forever. <laughs> like, I've heard that one my whole life. You gonna turn on the Nintendo? My grandma called everything Nintendo. Nintendo? Nine, you playing the Nintendo? Is that that Nintendo? Did you bring that Nintendo? I don't know if that Nintendo is going to work with our TV. Um, we, we got a ton of responses on this. Okay, give me some of these. How about instead of salsa, somebody says that they know people that say salsa. Really? Salsa. There's a whole Seinfeld episode about that. Salsa. Give me the salsa. I'll take salsa. the salsa. Salsa. I'm going to do the salsa. How about instead of toilet, they say toilet. Never heard that one. Yeah, no, I've never heard that either. Oh, this is a this is a big one here. I hear this all the time. Across. Yes. It's I across the way. Go across the street. How about people in Iowa instead of saying golf, they say golf. Have you heard that? I don't know if I've heard that. I I kind of feel like when you say in Iowa, too, it kind of depends on where you're at in Iowa because the southwestern Iowa dialect is very different from northeastern. 
Because I would yeah, guess well, that they kind of talk like Wisconsin up there, right? A little bit, a little bit more like that, but I don't think it's as. Yeah, and you guys over there in Southwest, you guys talk like uh, the Nebraskans. Missouri. Um, we we talked when we were making fun of these words. People that say wash. Yeah. I'm gonna wash my hands. They also say, "Let me look at my warch." <laughs> <laughs> they don't say watch; they say warch. Okay, so you have Von Mars. Yes. Is that not how it's pronounced? Because I've always said, "Let's go to Von Mars." But it's not Von Mars. It's not plural. It's Von Maur. I've always thought it was Von Mars. You're one of those people that puts an S on every store, high V's, fairways. Because <laughs> there are multiple Circus. Von Mars. Well, there are multiple Von Mars, but you don't say I'm going to Von Maur. You're not going to multiple Von Mars. You're going to one. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying I've always called it Von Maurer. Von how, about instead of, how about instead of aluminum, they say aluminum. They just take out the L, the A. It's just aluminum. I, the one thing, if you go back to my hometown, so where you, we live in Clorinda, well, like, I would say 70% of the town calls it Corinda. What? Yeah. Corinda? Corinda. They can't. Oh, speaking of not pronouncing the L's, there was a uh, there was a guy who used to do all the voiceovers for the Muscatine TV commercials, and one of the sponsors and one of the commercials was for Meerdink Oil. It was the name of this place, and it was like a shop or whatever. Meerdink Oil, okay. and the announcer was a come on down to Meerdink Oil. He couldn't pronounce the L. <laughs> At Meerdink Oil, you have the best customer service. Get an oil change at Meerdink Oil. Why was this guy employed as the voiceover guy if he couldn't pronounce Probably because he was the only guy that would do it. And he probably, he probably made about $50 a commercial. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, speaking of Southwest, I, 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 I texted you, but the you know our friends down at the Adams County Speedway, yeah, you, know, you, you went and visited them. Yeah, the coldest day of the year. Oh my god! Well, they appreciated the love, and they put the Iowa Everywhere logo on their their beer <laughs> refill thing for the year. So when so you go, to, I, yeah, I saw it. So it's like a bucket. Yeah. So when you go and to the got the Iowa Everywhere thing on it. When you go racing, they so it, you can get like they'll fill up that bucket full of beer. So then that way you could just pour it in your glass and what? you don't have to get Wait, up. so there's not cans in that thing? It's like they put beer in the bucket so yeah, they're they, sloshing they, around they put, in there? They put draft bush light in that bucket and then you just carry it what? to your seat and you can pour it in your cup. No way. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's got Iowa Everywhere's logo right on it this year. You know the kind of publicity we're going to get from that? People are like, what the hell, what is Iowa everywhere? That goddamn elitist hassle came here and wouldn't even get out of his goddamn car. I did get out of the car. I got out of the car, got a picture taken. Yeah, right and you looked miserable. It was embarrassing. Oh, Jesus. It was a. It was like wind chill minus 40. Hey, bring up Simon's. Uh, Simon's. Uh, 
uh, thing about Louisville here. Uh, Simon Wilson said, not that one, the other one, said kind of like when people say Louisville instead of Louisville. It's Louisville. It is Louisville. That's how it's pronounced. And in the Midwest, a lot of people will call it Louisville. And so I called it Louisville and I got my ass handed to me at ESPN when I was doing a Louisville highlight and I said Louisville. The guy was like, it's not Louisville, it's Louisville. It is te- yeah. it is Louisville. You that's make how, ESPN, like, I don't think that I can handle working there. It's just people yelling at me all the time. It's just, it sounds God, horrible. Damn it, get in here. Show's <laughs> over. Get in here. Come on in, get your work. Pronounce Louisville right, you idiot. We always had these post-show meetings. And one of the guys who did the majority of them, we do this three-hour show. And we'd walk up as a team, you know, the, the anchors and the producer and the director. You walk in there. And all you want to do is you want to walk in and you want this person to tell us, like, give us whatever he's got, you know, whether it's good or bad. No. Every time you walk in, he'd go, how'd we do? <laughs> and I would say, I don't know. What'd you think? <laughs> how? Well, how'd we do? How'd we do? You could ask him. Did he was he what like seeking for you to put yourself down? I don't know. What did he want out of asking I, I, that question? Yeah, he. I, I maybe he didn't watch the whole show. I don't know, but he he'd do that, and then a few different people would. Yeah, would, well, we could have done this better. We should have done this. We should have done that. I liked what we did here, and then of course, then he would pull out his notes. Oh God! And then. Handwritten. Well, I didn't really like that transition uh, when you put uh, Chris and Randy on camera because it was clear that Randy didn't know where Chris was going with that. Randy was scared, and I saw it. <laughs> uh, That's it. That's all I have. Sorry. I, I, I could go I could go more, but I'd probably get in trouble. The last thing I had on my list to cover today yeah, uh, was that Iowa State got another top 100 basketball recruit last it's night. Every day, it's like every week there's another top 100 player. I think it's going to calm down now because they don't have a lot more spots to give. But Dwayne Pierce, a six foot five point guard out of New York, he's he's pretty good, man. Like I I really like his size. He he feels like more importantly, he'd just be a really good fit for the type of basketball that they play. All right, so. how is TJ doing this? Well, you know, is this, Bloom raising more money than than I'm aware of? I can of. tell you that they are not paying these guys like crazy. This is not that type of a deal, and they can't. Like, obviously, they're not in the same, they're not in Kansas's level when it comes to that. We all know it. I think that it's really, I think they're targeting the right type of guy. Like, I mean, the 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 high dollar guys are your top twenty five, top thirty guys, seventy five through one hundred and fifty are all like. You know, get them on campus and hope that they get like them. Give them a bag of oranges. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be good. It, with it. It, there's this conception that these kids are all getting millions of dollars, and this is it's simply not the case. This was Dwayne Pierce announcing at halftime of his game last night on ESPNU. Now that good for that young man, awesome moment. I also uh, kind of a tough time to do it in the middle of the 49ers Cowboys game. I know. I was, I was thinking the same. Like, oh my god, this is there's a 
There's a high school basketball game going on on ESPNU right now, and a guy's going to commit. Yeah, but now, for what it's worth, and it's really early, but in that 2024 class, Iowa State is currently ranked third in the country as far as the recruiting class so, goes. Okay, again, how? He's a hell of a recruiter. Like, I, it shouldn't shock people Clearly, but when you look at his track record third and in who the country he's brought in that to class. Iowa State over the last 10 years. The guy is incredible. What's he telling these kids? How, what's his sell? How, how does he get a kid from New York City? New York City? Well, do you want to know Ames? how that played out? I mean, it was really pretty brilliant. They offered him like seven or eight days ago, or actually probably like 10 days ago from now, and the kid wanted to come on a visit, and they said, well then, let's get you here for this Texas game. I mean, mm-hmm. who isn't going to commit after being yeah. in that atmosphere? And he's yes. like, that was all he needed to see. He didn't even visit anywhere else because he's like, I love this. This is incredible. That's great. And the connection there was one of TJ's assistants, Schmitty, has a long relationship with this guy's either head coach or AAU coach or something. So, again, it's a relationship thing. It's not like they just saw this kid randomly in a gym and offered him. Like, they know everything there is to know about him. So, it, it really impressive. Uh, to be so, they've got their next three class. Their next two classes are both currently ranked in the top ten in the country. Amazing. And you look at what they're doing right now with all these transfers. What's going to happen when he gets his own guys in there that are top ranked classes? I mean, it's, it's it's really exciting for Cyclone fans. Matt wants to know if Bloom's out there handing out fairway meat bundles to these recruits. <laughs> get you a prime rib you commit on tuesday i tell you what you come to you come to iowa state we'll get you some ham balls <laughs> what's evan talking about evan says why is larry e mad at chris williams larry you stay she's mad at you well i have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> is larry you stay she mad at you not that i'm aware of who is cyclone larry uh, he's one of the wide right and natty light guys. I don't know his actual identity. Is that like a, a thing? Like he wants to keep his identity, he or she, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but he's hilarious. I enjoy it. I enjoy I think, it a lot. I think this Evan has you shook about Larry Eustachy. No, I just know that we're up against the time. Well, well, I the, think you're shook. Cyclone Larry's, I'm down with Cyclone Larry. I so no I always thought that Cyclone Larry was the guy in the picture. I didn't realize the guy in the picture was That's that. That's Stephen Leith. That, that pilot president that you had oh crashing those planes. What did yeah. he do? He he was he was flying he, those planes like a rented mule. I once introduced myself to Stephen Leith. He was there. I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's say it was. Well, if he was there four years or whatever, and I went and introduced myself to him, I didn't expect him to know who I was or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't anything like that. The guy could not have pushed me to the side faster. Oh, like, he did not give. A, he did not want to talk to me. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he wrecked that plane, and then he had to get the <laughs> hell out of there. It, it was just, that reminds me of when I when I met Fran McCaffrey. Uh, for the first time it was his it was his either his first game or his second game and uh they were renovating carver so like the co- the coaches had to use the same bathroom as the media and it was before the game 
Oh God, here we go. Were you taking? And a I piss go with in Fran there, McCaffrey. What? Were you taking a piss next to Fran McCaffrey? Well, no, I I went in there, took a leak, and and he was, he was at the mirror combing his hair, and we were the only two people in there, and I zip up and I walk over and I use the the sink right next to his because there's only a couple sinks in there, and I'm t- we're the only people there, and I said, "Good luck tonight, coach," and he goes. He he's combing his hair, and he doesn't doesn't look doesn't pause or anything. He just goes, Bleh. <laughs> "That's it." Bleh. I don't know he, if he, he didn't said even yeah, acknowledge you or okay or thanks. He, yeah, yeah. I made the mistake the day of Steve Prohm's introductory press conference. I didn't know Prohm was like this huge Christian. <laughs> And you he go, came, hey, hey, Steve, how the hell are you, you son bitch? He came on the radio show, and I was trying to have like this really conversational. Um, <laughs> my dad must be watching, and he he says it looks like Poppy's a little sloppy, based <laughs> on your restroom conversation. Um, I prom comes on, and I'm trying to explain to him like Hilton. And I'm trying to make this very like fun and conversational. I go, well, coach, you know what we refer to Hilton Coliseum as, right? He's like, oh yeah, what's that? And I go, I go, we call it church. And he did not like get it, nor did he find the humor in it the way that Ross Peterson and I did. And it was just a really so. so I covered a a Murray State game of his in Murray, Kentucky. This was probably his last year there, I think. Okay, prior to Iowa State. Yes, and. He, um, where am I going with this? Oh, so I, so we, I drive into the town and this town, I mean, it is in the middle of nowhere. You got to fly into Nashville and then drive like an hour and a half through the woods to grandmother's house and you get there and then there's signs that are like Murray County dry since 1920. Oh my God! Really? It's like it, and and so parts of the county are dry, and you'll like find a restaurant, and there are like no bars, but the restaurant will will the restaurant lady was like, yeah, we were dry up until a couple years ago when the when the county uh, passed a new law that says we can we can serve alcohol Monday through Saturday. Up until 7 p.m. So we can get you a drink if you like one. <laughs> so that's that's where he's coming from, is this dry oh. county down in southern Kentucky. <laughs> he loves it down there. Oh, he's yeah, he's right at home. He fits right in right down there. He Even when he was Iowa State, he bought a house back down at Murray. They bought like a lake house down there. They 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 just fit right. That in. is it, and it's not an easy drive. It's weird. It's it's just all those southern. Have you ever driven to Oxford? Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah, it's no, similar. I have like, not been to Oxford. Like I've been that, to Hattiesburg. That drive Gulfport. from Memphis to Oxford is woo. See a lot of good things well, there. I, I did a I did a oh. Murray State game with Tim Doyle, and uh, and. I was flying out the next day from Nashville, but I I had my hotel in in Murray, and Doyle was like, "What? You're staying in Murray, Kentucky? No, 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 no. You're coming back 
and you're staying with me in Nashville tonight. We're going out. So we drove back to Nashville about 100 miles an hour and stayed out until about 4 a.m. Good for you. Nash Vegas, baby. Nashville, a little bit different than Murray, Kentucky. <laughs> Drive since 1920. <laughs> All right, we got to get you off to CBS. All Thanks. right. Thanks to Fairway. Uh, Maddie Van Winkle, congratulations on the 49ers. I hope your heart is not broken in pieces coming up on Sunday. I'm Chris Williams. He's Chris Hassel. We will be back on Thursday morning. We'll have Iowa, Michigan State to preview. We'll react to Iowa State, Kansas State, and we'll look ahead to the championship games and professional football as well. For Chris Hassel, I'm Chris Williams. Have a great Monday. Iowa everywhere.